The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. Hello and welcome into the wrestling podcast on Hawkeye's Mike, hawkeyesmike.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Hawkeye's Mike. My name is Tyler Chumlin. Follow me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin. We're going to discuss some Iowa wrestling, the Big Ten Championships coming up this weekend in Champaign, Illinois. Penn State, the Nittany Lions with Cale Sanderson as their head coach. We'll look to three-peat winning last year at Mackey Arena in West Lafayette at Purdue, as well as in 2011 winning at Welsh Ryan Arena in Evanston Northwestern in Chicago, Illinois. On today's edition of the podcast, we're going to recap the NWCA National Duels in Minneapolis two weeks ago. The Hawkeyes coming in fourth, a very disappointing weekend, losing to Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, in the semifinals on Saturday afternoon, and then losing again to the Missouri Tigers on Saturday night and taking fourth in the duels. We'll also look ahead to the Big Ten tournament this coming Saturday in Champaign with the Big Ten allocations. I'll also recap the Big Ten seeds, the pre-seeds coming out earlier this week, and we'll talk about the Big Ten Champions team results from this last year as well. You're listening to the Hawkeyes Mike Wrestling Podcast on HawkeyesMike.com. Hawkeyes Mike programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes and remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by the Marsh Cook Investment Group in Coralville, Iowa. Marsh Cook, for all your investment needs. You're listening to the wrestling podcast on Hawkeyes Mike, HawkeyesMike.com. I'm Tyler Chumlin. The Hawkeyes coming off of a very disappointing weekend here a couple weekends ago in Minneapolis, Minnesota at the barn, going in with aspirations of being NWCA national champions. Instead, Iowa coming away fourth after losing to Minnesota in the semifinals on Saturday and losing to Missouri in the consolation finals on Saturday night. First, let's talk about the Cornell match that they had in the quarterfinals on Friday night. A very hard-fought match for the Hawkeyes going in. It looks like it was going to be possibly an easy one. Wrestling is interesting because it's never going to be easy. You've got to go out there and you still have to wrestle Iowa. Not heavy favorites, but definitely favored in the match. A lot of people look at this saying, okay, Iowa should get past Cornell, get to Minnesota, or likely Minnesota on Saturday. Hawkeyes looked really good to start the duel. They looked like they were ready to wrestle. They looked like they were ready ready to go, fired up. Matt McDonough at 125, the number one ranked wrestler, beating Sean Garrett, who's ranked number five. Big match for Matt McDonough, 8-3, to three, trying to build that confidence leading up to the Big Ten Championships coming up this weekend, which we will talk about shortly. At 133, Hawks going in up 3-0. Tony Ramos, number two. A lot of people out there, including myself, think Tony Ramos may be wrestling the best of anyone in the entire country at any weight class right now. Pinned Bricker Dixon in 6-11, making the score 9-0. At 141, Mike Nevinger from Cornell decision. Mark Balwig, who was ranked number 8. Very tough match for Balwig. 3-1, 9-3 team score. 149, Chris Villalonga, decision Michael Kelly, 3-1, 9-6, team score, Iowa still ahead of Cornell. At 157, number one, Derek St. John got it done with the major decision, getting bonus points over Jesse Shanneman. So final score, 12-3, 13-6, team score. Then at 165, he is a buzzsaw. He's the number one ranked wrestler, defending national champion, Kyle Dake for Cornell. Major decision, number 13, Nick Moore for the Hawkeyes, 13-4, 13-10, Team score after Kyle Dake beats Moore. At 174, number three, Mike Evans. Major decision, Duke Puck at 11-2, 17-10. Team score. Right now, Mike Evans is wrestling exceptionally well. And this is a guy that we're going to talk about shortly 
going into the Big Tens as a guy that could surprise a lot of people, turn a lot of heads, get a Big Ten title. After after the 174 match, 184, Stephen Bosek, the number four ranked wrestler, decision Ethan Lofthouse, three to two. Another hard fought match for Ethan Lofthouse. He's really struggled the entire year to really get it going and get those points for Iowa and make some noise at 184. At 197, Jace Bennett, decision Nathan Birak, six to three. 17 to 16 is the team score. Looking at this, you're kind of sitting here thinking, okay, one point, one point, Iowa, really close, Iowa, really close. Number six, Bobby Telford gets on the mat at 284, or two, excuse me, 285. And major decisions, Jacob Aiken Phillips, 9-0. Iowa ends up winning the match 21-16 and advancing to the semifinals. After the meet, it was very clear that Tom Brands and the coaching staff had a lot to work on. They did split 5-5, five and five, but outside of every match but one, they got bonus points, and that's the key for this Iowa wrestling team is to get bonus points, develop a higher score, and they're going to really need to do that this coming weekend in the Big Ten Championships. After the match, Tom Brand said that every individual wrestler has something to work on, things they need to work on, and they're going to have a tough one. They look forward to wrestling Minnesota on Saturday. A lot of fans were looking forward to watching them wrestle against Minnesota on Saturday as well, but because of the weekend and the way everything went, Iowa did not wrestle as well as they would have liked on Saturday. Things went well. Things started out really well. It looked really good for the Hawkeyes through the first two weight classes against Minnesota in the semifinals. Matt McDonough comes out, number one ranked wrestler against David Thorne, number 13, 8 to 2, Hawks up 3 nothing. Everything looks good. Tony Ramos comes out there, as he has for the last six, seven weeks, wrestling some of the best wrestling anyone's done this year in the country. Pins, not only major decisions or tech falls, Chris Dardanes, who's ranked number seven, but pins him in 656. Hawkeyes are up 9 nothing. You've got to remember, Iowa and Minnesota, when they wrestled in the duel here a few weeks ago, there were no bonus points. The final score was 15-15. to Iowa won on criteria, 16-15. to Iowa up 9 nothing. Everything looks great. The wheels kind of fall off at 141. Nick Dardanes, ranked number 8, comes in. Major decisions, number 7, Mark Balwig, 12-4. to This is one of those matches that Iowa had to at least win or keep Minnesota off the scoring board with bonus points. Final score, 12-4, 9-4. Hawks still leading. Hawks still up by two matches. Dylan Ness, number 11, comes in and pins Michael Kelly in a dominant, dominant fashion. 239 into the match. Iowa, up 9 nothing after two, after two matches, is all of a sudden now trailing 9-10 to to Minnesota. 157, Derek St. John, he's been the breadwinner for the Hawkeyes all year long. Decision, Danny Zilberberg, 7-4. Hawkeyes back on top, 12-10. 165, Nick Moore, number 13. Number 14, Cody Yawn. Great match, great matchup. One of the pinnacle, one of the premier matches of this meet. Cody Young comes in and loses to Nick Moore. Nick Moore gets the victory 3-2, 15-10. Hawks are leading. 174, this is a huge match between number one ranked Logan Storley and number three ranked Mike Evans, who has been wrestling very well for the Hawkeyes. Evans couldn't get it done, losing 3-1, 15-13. 184, Kevin Steinhaus decisions Grant, decisions Grant Gambrel, 4-0, 15-16. Scott Schiller beats Nathan Burak again, but this time in more dominant fashion, 9-3, 15-19. It's out of reach for the Hawkeyes with number two Tony Nelson defending national champion beating Bobby Telford by a score of three to one. 15 to 22 is the final of the match. Iowa really would have liked to get this one from Minnesota, but after the Minnesota duel, it was clear in everyone's mind in the Hawkeye wrestling community that Minnesota is a very formidable team. They're a very good team. Now, that being said, Iowa 
has to bounce back. Everyone's sitting here thinking, okay, lost in the semifinals, no big deal. We can still get third. Minnesota's going to go on to wrestle Oklahoma State. And they did go on to wrestle Oklahoma State. And they, in fact, beat the number one ranked team in the country, Minnesota winning the NWCA duels. So everyone's saying, okay, Iowa needs to go in, beat Missouri, have a really good night. And it's definitely doable. There's no question about that. After the very disappointing match against Minnesota in the semifinals, the Hawks were going to wrestle and try to get back in the third place of the Constellation Finals against the Missouri Tigers at the NWCA Duels in Minneapolis just two weeks ago. Second-ranked Hawkeyes lost to number 6 Missouri, final score of 18-16 to in the Constellation Finals, with the Hawkeyes taking fourth place in the tournament. Things didn't get going well, didn't get going at the very beginning for the match for the Hawkeyes. Number one, Matt McDonough got upset 4-0 to zero in dominating fashion by number four, Alan Waters at 125. Tony Ramos won by forfeit. The Hawks were up early, 6-3. to three. Then Josh Jeva came out. Major decision, Nicholas Hook, which is a very good match for Josh Jeva because he hasn't really wrestled at this level, 141, for the Hawkeyes in the duels anyway. You've seen Mike Kelly in there. And so it's it's nice to see Josh Jeva get in there and get a win for the Hawkeyes. Up 10-3 to three team score. Drake Hudescheit comes in and wrestles against Brody Grothis. Hudescheit number f- number 14 in the country. 10 to 6. Hawkeyes are still on top. Now 157. This is a meet. This is a match. That 157 is an interesting one because it's two ranked wrestlers, but the fact that Derek St. John ranked number one undefeated on the year coming in, he should be able to win this match. Kyle Brady, the number 19 kid in the country, beat number one Derek St. John 4 to 3. 10 to 9. That's two upsets over number one, number one ranked wrestlers in this match already in just the first six matches. It's tough for the Hawkeyes to rebound after that. Nick Moore gets a win at 165 over Zach Toll, 3 to 1, 13 to 9 overall. 174, number three, Mike Evans gets another win over number 13, Todd Porter, 5 to 2. Hawkeyes up 16 to 9. This is when. Missouri has their best guys coming out. They've got Mike Larson at 184. He's ranked number 13. 197, number 17, Brent Haynes. 285, Don Bradley, the number one ranked wrestler in the country. All three of those wrestlers were victorious. Larson beating Lofthouse at 184, 3-2, 16-12. Missouri's coming back into the match. Brent Haynes at number 17 at 197 beats Nathan Burak, 1-0 in a very hard-fought match. If Burak hangs on there and ends up getting a victory, the Hawkeyes probably win this duel. Then 285, it's a tall task for Bobby Telford to try and knock off the number one ranked wrestler, Don Brady at heavyweight. Bobby can't get it done. Four to two, sudden victory in the second overtime. 16 to 18, the Hawkeyes leave the NWCA duels in Minneapolis, number four, and very disappointed. Now, the early part of the week following the NWCA duels, a lot of the Hawkeye wrestlers were sick. It's not, it's not about making excuses. You ask anyone that has anything to do with Iowa wrestling, has at all in the history of Iowa wrestling, it's never about excuses. This is the time of year that their body starts getting worn down. The weather's still cold. The flu bug is going around a little bit. A lot of the Hawkeye wrestlers were sick, and the break could not come at a perfect time. Hawkeye's disappointing weekend, get number fourth at NWCA duels, but... There's still a little bit of sun on the end at the end of the tunnel here, a little bit of light, if you will. Hawkeyes Big Ten Wrestling Tournament coming up this weekend in Champaign, Illinois. After this real quick break on the Hawkeyes Mike Wrestling Podcast, we're gonna go ahead and break down the Big Ten Wrestling Tournament and talk about the NW the NCAA allocations for each weight class as well as the seedings and some of the matchups. You're listening to the wrestling podcast, Hawkeyes Mike, Hawkeyesmike.com. 
HawkeyesMike.com. It's sports talk radio on the internet, just for you, the Iowa fan. All sports, all Hawks, all the time. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. (laughs) How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Just a reminder that you can participate in our shows by offering your own comments and opinions on the Hawks. The toll-free hotline is available 24 hours a day. Call 866-74-HAWKS and make your voice heard. Visit HawkeyesMike.com, go to the news and events section, and check the links for up-to-date information on Iowa games, TV channels, team schedules, and more. You can subscribe to all Hawkeyes Mike podcasts through iTunes, and you can follow Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. Fourth place at the NWCA duels is not good enough for the Hawkeyes, obviously. But the good news is the tide can turn coming up this Saturday in Champaign, Illinois. The Fighting Illini of Illinois hosting the 2013 Big Ten Championships. You're listening to the Iowa Wrestling Podcast on HawkeyesMike.com. I'm Tyler Chumlin. You can follow us on Twitter at HawkeyesMike as well. As I mentioned, the Big Ten Championships coming up this weekend, defending defending national champion, including... The Big Ten champions last year, Penn State, Nittany Lions, winning last year over Minnesota, a score of 149 to 134. The Iowa Hawkeyes coming in third with a total of 126. The Illinois Fighting Illini, the host school this year, 105.5. Ohio State and Northwestern coming in at fifth and sixth in 2012 with 91 and 75 points. Seven and eight, Michigan with 66 points, and Nebraska 65 points. Very tight in the middle there. Purdue, the host school last year at Mackey Arena in West Lafayette, in number nine, 51 and a half points. In at 10th, a tie between Indiana and Michigan State at 41 points. And in last place, a very tough, tough tournament last year, the Wisconsin Badgers from Madison, nine points. The Big Ten Wrestling Tournament is one of the greatest events in collegiate sports across the country. The NCAAs are great. They're a lot of fun. But the Big Ten is clearly, undisputedly, the best conference in wrestling. Now, as you might not be aware, the way wrestling works, it's not like every other sport. Wrestling, each individual weight class gets a certain allocated number of weights that get to qualify from the conference tournament to go to the national tournament. National tournament being held in Des Moines at Wells Fargo Arena coming up next week, getting underway on Thursday. Real quick, I'll go through the qualifier allocations for the Big Ten. At 125, there will be seven wrestlers from the Big Ten going to the national tournament, as well as 133, there will also be seven. 141, there will be six wrestlers. 149, there will be eight wrestlers. 157, there will be seven wrestlers. 165 and 174, there will be eight wrestlers. And at 184, there will be six wrestlers. 197, there will be eight wrestlers. And at 285 heavyweight, the most wrestlers of any weight class 
at the Big Tens, there will be nine wrestlers, making for 74 total wrestlers from the Big Ten having their shot at being All-Americans and ultimately national champions coming up at Wells Fargo Arena. The next closest conference is the Eastern Intercollegiate Wrestling Association with 45 allocations. The Atlantic Coast Conference has 30. The Big 12 has 19, along with the Colonial Athletic Association. The Eastern Wrestling League has 23, with the Mid-American Conference getting 30. The Pacific 12 Conference, Pac-12 getting 21. Southern Conference having 13, and the West Regional having 16, making up for a total of 29 wrestlers in each weight class and 290 wrestlers total. Now, let's move our attention to the Big Ten Wrestling Tournament coming up this weekend. As I mentioned, Penn State was your defending Big Ten champions last year in Purdue at Mackey Arena in West Lafayette. Indiana. It was an incredibly good match, incredibly good meet for the entire weekend. Purdue put on a great show. It was an incredibly well-hosted meet, and it was a good one. Your All-Big Ten team last year was Mario Gonzalez from Illinois, Matt McDonough from Iowa, Derek St. John from Iowa, Kellen Russell, ultimately national champion from Michigan, Tony Nelson, ultimately national championship from Minnesota, Kevin Steinhaus from Minnesota, Logan Steber from Ohio State, ended up being a national champion. Frank Molinero, also a national champion from Penn State. Ed Ruth and David Taylor, both from Penn State. Taylor being a national champion as well. The Big Ten Tournament this weekend should be a fantastic event from start to finish. The seedings, the pre-seeds came out earlier this week. Let's talk about those a little bit. Let's start with 125. Number eight, Don Malone from Northwestern. He is unranked in the RPI as well as in the coaches poll. David Thorne at number seven from Minnesota. He's 19th in the RPI, 12th in the coaches poll. Number six, Camden Eppert from Purdue, number 20 in the RPI, 19 in the coaches poll. Nico Trigas from Ohio State, number five. He is 17 and 13 in the RPI and coaches. Number four, Sean Boyle. 26 in the RPI, 16 in the coaches, and then you get to the really elite wrestlers in your top three, Jesse Delgado, who overthrew Matt McDonough here a few short weeks ago in that duel with Illinois. He's number three in the RPI, number four in the coaches, then Nico Magalutis from Penn State, number seven in the RPI, number three in the coaches. He has the two seed going into this tournament. Matt McDonough, defending national champion at the number one seed. He's number two in the RPI, number one in the coaches. 125 is going to be an incredible bracket, not only because of the upper echelon, the top tier wrestlers, but because you've got the national champion in Matt McDonough. Matt McDonough should be the favorite in this match. I don't think there's any question about that one, but you have to remember Jesse Delgado has now beat Matt McDonough twice in his career at Illinois, which could make for a very interesting bracket. But you also have to remember that the allocations for this, there's seven wrestlers that will end up going to the national tournament from this weight class. It looks more and more like it should be the top seven, but you just don't know. A guy like Don Malone from Northwestern could really make some noise. He could come into this match saying, look, I'm not putting up with this. I'm going to beat a guy. And all it takes is for David Thorne not to have a good tournament. Sean Boyle from Michigan not to have a good tournament. Nico Trigas from Ohio State not to have a good tournament. And those other guys could sneak in there. Now, I'm going to talk about every single weight class on this podcast today. And that that rings true for every single weight class. 125 is a very interesting one because some of the upper echelon kids in the country are in the Big Ten, but it is also one of the one of the more weak classes in the Big Ten. We're going to go down to every other weight class, and you're going to see that each and every weight class has a wrestler that's ranked in the top three or top five. Every weight class is a is a very good weight class, and that's what makes the Big Ten such a competitive conference all the way up and down. Matt McDonough from Iowa should be your favorite. 
Now let's move on to 133. The rankings are as follows. The precedes are as follows. Sean Nagel, number 8 from Nebraska. He's 28th in the RPI. Chris Dardanes is 5th in the RPI. He's the 7th seed. Cash Kuroga is 16th in the coaches poll. Unranked in the RPI. He's number 6. Daryl Thomas from Illinois is 5th. Jordan Conway is 4th from Penn State. Tyler Graff is number 3 from Wisconsin. He's 4th in the coaches poll. And then you get to your top two, and everyone knows who these top two wrestlers already are. Tony Ramos with the number two seed, and Logan Steber, national champion last year, defending national champion this year, is the number one seed from Ohio State. That could be the match of the tournament. Everyone was looking forward to watching Logan Steber face off against Tony Ramos when they wrestled in Iowa City. Logan Steber was scratched from the match. Tony Ramos... Not a really happy guy about it, and a lot of Hawkeye fans were very, very upset the fact that Logan Steber did not wrestle in that dual meet. This could be one for the ages. Both these guys got very heated last year. Steber, a lot of Hawkeye fans thought, was stalling towards the end of the match after beating Ramos in the semi or in the championship match at the Big Ten tournament. This could be a big one, especially since Tony Ramos has wrestled as well as anybody in the country, pinning his way through top talent over the next over the past few weeks. 133 should be an incredible, incredible weight class to watch, especially because of the good because of the really good guys in this weight class. But you go down the line, Tyler Graff from Wisconsin is a very formidable kid. Chris Dardanes, yes, he got pinned by Tony Ramos, and it was a very tough match for Dardanes, but this kid, he's, he's from a wrestling family. You've got to remember, him and his brother have both been on this team. Minnesota is very, very tough. And the fact that they won the NWCA duels, they're riding high right now. That confidence level is extremely high. There will be seven guys from 133 at the Big Ten Championships that will end up going to Wells Fargo Arena and wrestling in the national tournament coming up next weekend. Let's move on to 141. Your top eight seats, Cameron Jackson from Michigan, has the 8th seed. Pat Greco from Northwestern has the 7th seed. Ridge Kiley, formerly of Iowa City West, he has the 6th seed. He wrestles for Nebraska. He's 33 in the RPI, 22 in the coaches poll. Brandon Nelson from Purdue, 23 and 23 in the coaches and RPI. Brian Pearsall, he's number 4 from Penn State, 18 in the RPI. Mark Baldwin from the Hawkeyes, he has the 5th seed, 10th in the coaches poll. Or 3rd seed, excuse me, he's 5th in the RPI rankings. Nick Dardanes, 14 in the RPI, he has the 2 seed. And then Hunter Steber, the brother of Logan Steber, has the number 1 seed. He is ranked number 2 in the RPI and number 2 in the coaches. He has the 1 seed at 141. This is a chance for Hawkeyes to get bonus points. Mark Balwig has a very legitimate chance to win the Big Ten tournament this year at 141. Nick Dardanes, he can beat Nick Dardanes. He knows he can beat Nick Dardanes. Hunter Steber, same thing. He knows he can beat these guys. Mark Balwig is an upperclassman. He's been in this program. He knows what it takes to win. He is the guy that Iowa needs to have bonus points come from. He's got to get those points that Iowa's not necessarily expecting to get going into this tournament. If Iowa wants a chance to win the Big Ten, it's got to come from these weight classes. You know McDonough's going to do well. You would assume Matt McDonough's going to win. I'm assuming Matt McDonough's going to win. The guy is a gamer. He's a champion. He's a Big Ten champion. Matt McDonough could very well still be your favorite going into the NCAA tournament coming next week at Wells Fargo Arena. 133, Tony Ramos. He's either going to win or get second. It's hard to bet against the kid that hasn't even come close in any match in the last month. And then at 141, Mark Balwick, he's right in that mix. Fifth in the RPI, 
only three spots behind Hunter Stieber and Nick Dardanes. He can beat both those kids. The Iowa Hawkeyes could have a very legitimate chance to have three Big Ten champions at the first three weight classes, 125, 133, and 141. Let's talk about the next weight class at 149. Champion last year and ultimately national champion Frank Molinero demolished Dylan Ness from Minnesota in the championship. Tech falling him 15-0 to in less than five minutes. Frank Molinero from Penn State, he graduated. So now, who is the favorite going in? to the 149 weight class. In fact, it's not Dylan Ness. He is the number two seed, ranked number six in the coaches poll. It's Eric Grahalis from Michigan, who Dylan Ness beat in the semifinal match last year, 9-7. to Grahalis, 10 in the RPI, 7 in the coaches poll. Ivan Lepachansky from Purdue is 17 in the RPI. He is currently the three seed. Jake Souflon from Nebraska, he is in the four, four seed. Number five, Cam Tassari from Oklahoma, or excuse me, Ohio State. Number six is Andrew Alton from Penn State, replacing what would be Frank Molinaro. Number seven, Caleb Irvin from Illinois. Number eight, Dan Osterman. Jo- Josh Cheva is the number nine seed. It's very interesting because Cheva has not wrestled all season long at this weight class for the Hawkeyes, but wrestling unattached, wrestling in other tournaments, they know this kid is a gamer. He's an he's an exceptional wrestler, unranked in the RPI, unranked in the coaches, number nine seed. Watch for Josh Cheva to have a good, good tournament for the Hawkeyes. Number 10 is Dylan Marriott from Northwestern and Preston Kiefer, number 11, from Indiana. 149 is interesting because Eric Gahalis, as we mentioned before, defeat was defeated by Dylan Ness last year in this tournament, 9-7. to It was a very hard-fought match, a very tough one. Ivan Lupachansky, that's an interesting one from Purdue because he was the one that wrestled in the semifinals against Frank Molinero, ultimately getting Tech falled 16 to nothing in six minutes. He actually wrestled Frank Molinero better than Dylan Ness did in the championship, but... Now that Frank Molinero is gone, it could be anybody's ball game. This is the one weight class that I kind of look at and I say, okay, this could be anybody's ball game. Anybody that is wrestling in this tournament has a legitimate chance to upset a couple a couple wrestlers and win. This could be anybody. And you look at the wrestling allocations, there's only six guys from this weight class, which is the lowest number of any of any weight class. These this is a good weight class to watch. This is going to be one of the one of the more fun weight classes to watch. Not because there's elite wrestlers, which all these guys are elite wrestlers, but not because you've got your Matt McDonough's or your Logan Stebers or Tony Nelsons. It's because you've got a lot of parity from top to bottom. I look forward to watching 149. Josh Cheva. It's a good opportunity for the young kid to get in there, qualify for the NCAAs, and go try to make some noise. This is a good opportunity for the Hawkeyes to get some bonus points and try to get on the board. They're going to have to score points each day, and they're going to have to score bonus points each round. Josh Cheva is one of those guys that could definitely do that for the Hawkeyes. 157, your favorite is pretty obvious. Derek St. John, he was the best wrestler in the country at 157 all season long. Until that Missouri match when, in which he lost. Jason Welch from Northwestern. He's number two in the RPI. Derek St. John dropped all the way back to number 10 in the RPI. And Jason Welch is ranked number one right now in the coaches. Derek St. John ranked number two. Although that is the case, Derek St. John is still the one seed. Welch is still the two seed going into this tournament. Dylan Alton, he's number one in the RPI. Fifth in the coaches poll from Penn State. He's the three seed. James Green from Nebraska has the four seed. 
Taylor Walsh from Indiana has the five seed, and Josh DeMoss from Ohio State has the six. Ryan Watts from Michigan State ranked 26 in the coaches' poll. He has the seventh seed. And then Danny Zilverberg from Minnesota, he has the twenty. He has the eighth seed. He's ranked 26th in the RPI. This is one of those weight classes any of those top three or four wrestlers could end up winning. It all depends on how, this, how the seeding ends up totally being worked out and if one guy gets upset or not. It's hard to it's hard to not put Derek St. John in that winner spot. But that being said, Derek St. John, he hadn't lost all year until that Missouri match. So we will see. This one should be interesting at 157. Derek St. John's definitely your favorite, but watch out for Jason Welch from Northwestern. That could be an incredible championship bout. Now let's talk about 165. Last year, your Big Ten championship. David Taylor from Penn State had an incredible tournament, beat everyone to a pulp. It was an awesome, awesome match for David Taylor, ultimately beating Mike Evans from Iowa in the championship bout 11-2 with the major decision. David Taylor comes into this one ranked number one in the RPI, number two in the coaches' poll. Behind him, Conrad Poltz from Illinois. He's number seven in the RPI, number eight in the coaches' poll. Taylor Massa from Michigan, number 12 in the RPI, 9 in the coaches. Nick Moore coming into this one. Very interesting because Nick Moore just defeated Cody Yawn here about a week and a half ago in Minneapolis during the duels. One of the only bright spots from the Hawkeyes really from that weekend. Cody Yawn, as I mentioned, from Minnesota. He comes in with the 5 seed. Pierce Harger from Northwestern. He's got the 6 seed. Ryan LeBlanc has the 7 seed from Indiana. Austin Wilson from Nebraska and Mark Martin from Ohio State have 8 and 9. Pat Robinson from Purdue has the 10 seed. Frank Cousins from Wisconsin has the 11 seed. And Nick Proctor from Michigan State has the early pre-seed at number 12. This one's an interesting one. It's a good chance for Iowa to score points because you look at the individual tournaments and the way Iowa's built in accordance with the rest of the Big Ten. They've got to score more bonus points or score points in general in these kinds of weight classes at 165 because if for whatever reason Nick Moore can go out there and get a victory win the win the weight class that'd be huge for the Hawkeyes. Now, I don't think that's realistic and I don't want Hawkeye fans to sit there and say, "Oh, okay, he's being a homer, Nick Moore can win the win the weight class" because that's not that's simply not the case. David Taylor to me is the best wrestler at this weight class in the entire country. He plays with his opponents, much like Frank Molinero did for Penn State last season. David Taylor just destroys, demolishes his opponents. I think David Taylor wins this wins this match. Now, that's not to say that if these pre-seeds end up being a little bit different the, into different seeds on Saturday, Nick Moore doesn't get a third seed or even a fifth seed and can get to the semifinals. Or he can wrestle back and get third. If Nick Moore can do that, if he can figure out a way to get third then there's a very good possibility that Iowa could end up having a little bit of bonus points there. If he can get third, second, I don't see him winning, like I said, but if Nick Moore can have a good tournament, that puts Iowa one step closer to actually being there at the very end with Minnesota and Penn State for the team score. Let's talk about 174 a little bit. Mike Evans coming into this one. If everything comes to fruition, this one should be an incredible finals match between Number one seeded Logan Storley, ranked number one in the coaches poll, and number three Mike Evans for the Hawkeyes. It could be one for the ages. It really could be. Behind them, it's interesting because this one has a lot of parity as well with Robert Kokish from Nebraska. He has the four seed in the coach, or he has the four ranked in the coaches, third seed in the tournament. Nick Heflin, number four in the in the tournament from Ohio State. Matt Brown from Penn State. He has the five seed at this weight class. All five of those guys are ranked in the top ten in the RPI as well as in the coaches. 
Jordan Blant from Illinois, he has the sixth seed. Lee Munster from Northwestern, he has seven. Dan Yates, Michigan, has the eighth seed. Scott Ligel from Wisconsin has the ninth seed. Chad Welch with the ten seed. Jordan Walford from Michigan State has the eleven, and Cheney Dale from Indiana has the twelve seed. Mike Evans has got to win this weight class. It's that simple. If the Iowa Hawkeyes want a chance to win the tournament, they want to be Big Ten champions again, something that hasn't happened in a couple years, Mike Evans has to beat Logan Storley. That's as simply and as plainly as I can put it. That's, that's it. Mike Evans has to win. And the thing is, I think Mike Evans can win. He has shown incredible heart over the past month or two. He had an incredibly hard-fought good tournament last year, losing in the semifinals to David Taylor. Mike Evans has simply got to win this. He's got to win this bracket for the Hawkeyes to have a chance, I think. If that's not the case, then Mike Evans has to get second. He has got a place in the top two. There's no question Mike Evans is going to end up qualifying for the NCAA tournament, barring any injury or anything like that. Because you look at this weight class and they have eight, there's eight weight, there's uh, eight wrestlers that are going to end up going to the national tournament in this weight class as well as 165. So it's an incredible weight class, a lot of parity all the way from the top to the bottom. Any one of these top four or five wrestlers can end up being victorious. And like I said, Mike Evans has to do it if the Hawkeyes want a chance to win this weekend. Let's talk about 184 a little bit. Ethan Lofthouse coming into this one. He's 14 in the coaches and 14 in the RPI. If you had to pick one wrestler on Iowa's roster right now that has not exceeded or even reached expectations on this season, it's Ethan Lofthouse. I don't think that there is any way, any better way to put that. Every time you watch Ethan Lofthouse wrestle, it seems like he's not comfortable in his own skin. He's not shooting. He's not going after it, getting after it like a wrestler has to do. The seeds in this one, Cody Mangrum from Ohio State has the 8th seed. Luke Sheridan from Indiana has the 7th seed. Tony DeLago from Illinois has the 6th seed. Lofthouse, he comes in with the 5th seed. Josh Rasquala from Michigan State has the 4th seed. Josh Innan from Nebraska has the 3th seed. And then Kevin Steinhaus and Ed Ruth, which could be a phenomenal championship match. Steinhaus from Minnesota, Ed Ruth from Penn State. Ruth, number two in the RPI, number one in the coaches. Steinhaus, number one in the RPI, number five in the coaches pool. Ethan Lofthouse has to show up. He's got to be ready to wrestle. He has not been all year this year. We know, I've talked to Mark Ironside about Ethan Lofthouse the past couple weeks. The coaches have put it on his shoulders saying, look, Ethan, you want to be a champion, be a champion. He has the right skill set, the right strength, and he can have the right mentality to be a Big Ten champion and qualify for the NCAA. He should qualify for the NCAAs, but that's not necessarily what his goal should be this weekend. His goal should be to win a Big Ten championship. If Ethan Lofthouse has a good tournament, as with every other wrestler on this team, Iowa's going to have the most legitimate chance to possibly win a Big Ten title and get back at the top of this conference. Our next weight class on the docket, and one that is going to be sending eight wrestlers to the national tournament in Des Moines this coming weekend. Quentin Wright, the number one seed from Penn State. Quentin Wright ultimately getting third last year when he wrestled a weight class down in 184. This one's going to be interesting for Quentin Wright because he's the ultimate favorite in this bracket. There's some good wrestlers in it. With Scott Schiller being the 2-seed from Minnesota, Mario Gonzalez, the 3-seed from Illinois, Andrew Kambalatano, the number 4-seed from Ohio State, Braden Atwood, number 5 from Purdue, Nathan Birak, the number 6-seed from Iowa, Jackson Hine, Wisconsin, number 7, Max Huntley, the 8-seed from Michigan, Alex Polisi from Northwestern, number 9, Luke Jones, number 10 from Michigan State, and Caleb Cobb from Nebraska has the 11-seed. Quentin Wright should be the favorite. He should win this bracket. 
What I want to see, if I'm a Hawkeye fan this weekend at 197, I want to see Nathan Birak grow up. He's been so close all year long, and he's progressed so nicely all year long. He's just not quite there. If he can get over that edge, get over that hump, Nathan Birak can be a Big Ten champion. He's that good. He's got incredible incredible skills. He understands wrestling. He knows what he's doing when he's on the mat. I think it's more or less execution. He's got to go out there and execute. We saw him when he wrestled Scott Schiller the first time in the duel when it was an extremely extremely close match before the NWCA duels when he lost by a couple points to Schiller. He was out there getting in on shots. He'd get deep in the waist, deep in on the legs, and couldn't finish. Couldn't bring him down. Couldn't get down on the ground. Nathan Birak has got to figure that out. Nathan Birak is one of these other wrestlers. There's a handful of them, three or four of them in this tournament that aren't necessarily favorites, aren't necessarily the known names, the typical guys that you're always looking at. He's one of these guys who's got to score points for the Hawkeyes. He's got to try and get in the top four. If Nathan Birak can be wrestling in that third place match, that's a win for the Hawkeyes. That's points that they would not otherwise get. That's the key here, because you look at these weight classes, and every single weight class, Penn State and Minnesota are going to be right there. Nico Megalutis from Penn State at 125. David Thorne from Minnesota at 125. Jordan Conway at 133 for Penn State. Chris Dardanes from Minnesota at 133. All the way up and down. You go all the way up to 157, Dylan Alton from Penn State. He'll be right in it with Derek St. John. Danny Zoverberg, he can wrestle with anybody. All the way up and down, Iowa has got to figure out a way to get bonus points when they're there for the taking. There's no reason why Nathan Burak can't beat Scott Schiller. And Scott Schiller is the two-seed in this bracket. That's what we need to see as Hawkeye fans from Nathan Burak this weekend. He needs to have a good tournament if the Hawkeyes want a chance to win the Big Ten Championships in 2013. Finally, 285, the final weight class. This one's stacked. Nine qualifiers will go to the NCAAs at Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines next weekend. Tony Nelson, defending national champion, defending Big Ten champion last season. He's the one seed. He's ranked number one in the RPI. He is also ranked number one in the coaches poll. Tony Nelson right now is the man. He beat Bobby Telford last year in the championship match, if you remember in the Big Tens, 5-0. to zero. Bobby Telford's not the number two seed, though. Mike McMillan from Northwestern happens to be the two seed of the preseeds. Connor Medbury, number three from Wisconsin. Bobby Telford comes in at number four. This will be interesting to see what Bobby Telford does. Because if you remember right from last year, Bobby Telford responded come tournament time. He was the guy that said, hey, look, I had a good season, not a great season. I'm making it a great season. Had a good showing at the Big Ten tournament, getting second, and had a good showing at the national tournament. Bobby Telford is one of these guys... He's got to get bonus points, too. I think that's been a trend. I think I've worn it out. It's like I'm beating a dead horse here. But if Iowa wants a chance to win, and they need, they have a chance to win this weekend, they've got to get points from guys like Bobby Telford. Bobby Telford needs to go into this match saying, look, I'm good enough to win the Big Ten, and I'm going to win the Big Ten. Beyond Telford at 285, Mike McClure from Michigan State has the five seed. Adam Schalfont has the six seed in the pre-seeds from Indiana. James Lawson from Penn State, he's 10 in the RPI, 12 in the coaches poll. Seated a little lower than I think I would have put him from Penn State. He has the number seven seed. Ben Applin from Michigan has the eight. Spencer Johnson from Nebraska. Nick Tavanello from Ohio State. Chris Lopez from Illinois. And Alex White from Purdue have the 9, 10, 11, and 12 seeds. As I said, Bobby Telford has got to get points in this one. If Bobby Telford can be wrestling Sunday night in the the championship bracket, 
the Iowa Hawkeyes have a legitimate chance to win a Big Ten title this weekend. That's going to do it for this week's podcast on wrestling on Hawkeyes. Mike, we will talk to you next week, early next week. I'm Tyler Chumwin. You can follow me on Twitter, at Tyler Chumwin. I'll be tweeting from the uh, tournament this weekend in Champaign, Illinois, as well as follow Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike. We will be following along with the Hawkeyes all weekend long this weekend, as well as at the NCAA tournament coming up next week in Des Moines at Wells Fargo Arena. Thank you for listening, and tune in next week. This is the Wrestling Podcast on Hawkeyes Mike, HawkeyesMike.com. Post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.